At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back into My Guys in the Desert. I'm Danielle Avari here at the VEASAN studio with Matt Humans and Vinny Maiulo. Uh, we were just talking about a little bit of NBA news. And Vinny, let us know that Joel Embiid looking possibly questionable for game two. Is that right, Vinny? Yeah, there's an alert that came out that uh, Joel Embiid is, in fact, questionable for tomorrow's game. The number has not moved just yet. Sixers still five-point favorites. I mean, incredible comeback for him in game one yesterday. 39 points, nine rebounds, four assists, 14 of 15 from the free throw line. So even with a little bit of a torn knee, basically on one knee, still doing really well. Uh, If we factor that in, we take a look. Let's start with the Eastern Conference odds since we are talking about the 76ers here. The Nets are still obviously the favorite at minus 155 to win the Eastern Conference. Bucks plus 280. The 76ers sit at 6-1. to Is this because of Joel Embiid's questionability here? Is that why we're seeing them so much lower than the Nets and Bucks? Yeah, I think it's also got to do with uh, the fact that how things were played during the course of the season. Right. And going into the postseason, Danielle, in terms uh, of the uh, uh, of the future book too. So, uh, as a bookmaker, you're looking to mitigate uh, your risk and uh, try to offset some of your risk. And we'll mm-hmm. see that in the Western Conference, especially with one of the teams that you're going to mention. Should we be worried about the Hawks at all? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because uh, the mm-hmm. Hawks pretty well-rounded roster, and Trey Young, uh, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. he shot down the Knicks, and he's capable of doing it to the Sixers if Joel Embiid has some trouble staying on the court during mm-hmm. this series. Jimmy Vaccaro is going to join us here in about a half hour in the studio. He brought this ticket in. It was bet was made at the South Point today on the Sixers in tonight's game. Minus 210 on the money line. 21,000 to win 10,000. Uh, so a big money line play on the Sixers here tonight. 
I think you probably feel pretty good about that bet right now. How do you feel if Joel Embiid limps off the court sometime in the first half? Right. Uh, you might not uh, feel so hot at that point. You have to hope Embiid stays on the floor. But, yeah, I think this Hawks-Sixers series is going to be really interesting. And that's also pretty obvious because when the Hawks steal game one on the road, mm-hmm. that's when the series begins. Sixers are going to need not only Joel Embiid to get through the series, they're going to need Joel Embiid to be healthy. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 you can't be uh, anything less uh, – uh, than 100%. In terms of those conference odds, is there anything that has any value, maybe the Sixers or the Hawks, or are we just looking at the Nets and Bucks at this point? No, I, yeah. I actually think, still think the Sixers, if they're healthy, can mm-hmm. uh, yeah could win the East because Embiid is such a force on the front yeah. line, and mm-hmm. especially the Nets really don't have anybody who can deal with him. Uh, but again, it's we talked about this with Anthony Davis, since it's the same with Embiid. These guys just can't stay healthy and on the floor. If they can, mm-hmm. uh, they can be a force. Now, Embiid is going to be the, uh, the biggest factor in who wins this series, and I, I hope he can play the entire series because I really like the Sixers team a lot when he's healthy, and uh, I'd like to see the series play out with uh, all guys on the floor. I would have liked to see the Lakers-Suns series play mm-hmm. out with Anthony Davis healthy. Right. You always want to see teams of full strength, but uh, always questions about Embiid. Well, whoever does win the Eastern Conference will have to face the winner of the Western Conference. Those odds are a little bit closer together. So the Jazz are the favorite here at plus 120. Clippers sitting around 2-1. to one. Suns plus 280. And then all the way down the board, the Nuggets 8-1, to one, even 9-1 to one in some spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any value on the Nuggets here at all because they are the longest shot? Or are we really looking at these top teams at the top of the board? I think when you look at the, I mean, if you like the price, mm-hmm. uh, I just don't know if if the Nuggets can, you know, obviously they have to get through this series against mm-hmm. the Suns, uh, where they're about two to one uh, underdogs right now, and then of course they get a, they have to go against the Clippers, uh, Jazz winner. So, you know, uh, at eight to one, we used uh, we used nine to try to take a bet actually uh, on on the uh, the Nuggets here. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't mind taking a little bit of uh, money uh, to to have them. So we have these other teams going for I'm us. I'm doing my best, Vinny. I'm, I'm trying to encourage I people to take this 9-1. <laughs> it's it's pretty it. juicy, right? I love it. Yeah. Um, what team would you like uh, right now if you were still looking to make a bet in the Western Conference? Matt? I know there's not a lot of value there sitting at the well, top. Well, I picked a Jazz to win the West, so yeah. I, I can't got... sit here and say, well, I like the Clippers and the Suns now. I'm not mm-hmm. going to switch. Uh, there, there's not a lot of bargain in the price. Right. It's not a bargain. Let's put it that way. Jazz <laughs> plus 140. There'd be other better ways mm-hmm. to bet it. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you're going to be able to find a better number, better spots to play the Jazz, I think, throughout this series. Within so the plus, series, yeah. yeah. Plus 140 is just not something I'm interested mm-hmm. in taking. I still think the Jazz, with their three-point shooting, can give the Clippers all they can handle. Plus, we've seen the Clippers are just a Jekyll and Hyde type of team, right? And how much faith can you have Oof. in the Clips? I guess this is JBT against me head-to-head. I've got the Jazz. He's got the Clippers. I like the sun here. You like the sun? I like the suns. Is that a suns are sleepers? They're sleepers. Okay. Nuggets would be a different story if they still had Jamal Murray. I just don't think their ceiling is up there without Murray. Right. Well, sun sitting at plus two eighty for those Western Conference odds. We have more coming up this hour on My Guys in the Desert.
Welcome back in to My Guys in the Desert. This is the OddsTrader.com studio at the South Point Casino. Make sure you check out OddsTrader.com. And remember, you can download the free OddsTrader app right now and start winning with the up-to-the-second info you need. I'm Danielle Avari here with Matt Humans and Vinny Maiulo inside the VSIN studio. A huge thanks to Dave Koken for joining us in the first hour. Coming up this hour, we'll have John Anik, UFC commentator and play-by-play. And later on, we'll have legendary Vegas odds maker in the studio, Jimmy Vaccaro. All right, John Anik is not just a UFC commentator, play-by-play guy. I know he's great at that. He's a sports better for all seasons, Vinny. So we're mm. going to talk uh, a little hockey, a little baseball, a little boxing, and a lot about UFC 263 with uh, John Anik. John, thanks for jumping on today. How are things going? Always a pleasure, fellas. I am always trying to take down the New York Yankees, and it worked over the weekend. But if they don't win <laughs> Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, my kids can forget about state school. It's going to be no college at all. <laughs> Yeah, you got to be a little bit surprised by the Red Sox, right? They're second in the yeah. division, right up there with the Rays. And we thought it was going to be a two, two-horse two race, really, in the American League East, or it kind of looked that way with the Rays and Yankees in the preseason. Now it looks like Red Sox and Rays. Are you, uh, yeah, are you cautiously optimistic about Boston here, or do you believe in, the, in what you've seen from the Red Sox so far? Well, you know, I hate to lean too much into the manager and all of this, but I'm a big believer in Alex Cora as a unifying force. I don't know if they can sustain it. I really don't. I just love that baseball is back. I love the ability to bet it every day. I know maybe sometimes I'm not doing the sharpest thing, but I love the ability to ding and dong. And even in the case of the Yankees right now, I'm trying to buy a win. So I'm going to be heavy on them until they win a game. And if it takes until Friday, I'm in real trouble. But I like the ability to do systems and things like that, even if uh, at times maybe it's against my better judgment. And what about the Bruins, John? I mean, we may as well make it, uh, oh. like Matt said, uh, uh, you're a better for all seasons. So I'm sure you're, uh, you're going to be playing very close attention to this Islanders-Bruins game tonight. Can't wait. Can't wait. It definitely conflicts with my children's bedtime, but that's a different sort of conversation and navigation. But I never bet on the Boston teams. I'm always betting against them, and certainly in this series, there's been value on the Islanders anyway. So uh, we're on the Islanders trying to purchase a win for the Beast tonight. There you go. He's on the Islanders. Yeah. Plus, one Plus 170. Yeah, Hoping he loses a bet and the, and the Bruins win the game. So it's a win-win. There you go. <laughs> it's I've been doing it for 25 years, probably, again, against my better judgment. But we've purchased a lot of championships, me and my twin brother have over the years. And, and, and I guess that's a superstitious way we look at it. Nice. All right, follow him on Twitter at John underscore Anik. And we're going to talk UFC 263 in a minute. But we got to hit on boxing and the spectacle that happened uh, last night. It went down with Floyd Mayweather. And Jake Paul going eight rounds, even though it looked like Floyd hit him with a uh, right hook and held him up when uh, Paul was falling uh, to the canvas. Did you watch any of the fight? Have you watched any, any of the clips? And what do you make of these circus type events in boxing, John? So I did not purchase it. I did see some clips this morning before we did our podcast. And I guess I'm just not in the business of negativity because I think there's so much of it candidly out there. And, and maybe that's just sounded like a bitter play-by-play getting off the air sometimes to an avalanche of venom. But for me, I covered Floyd Mayweather early on in his career and, and had access to him and really enjoyed my time with him and enjoyed covering his prime. And I do believe that anytime you step in there, exhibition or otherwise, you know, you are taking a chance that you could get knocked out and have your legacy dinged severely, especially in this case. So I think the Paul brothers are conditioned. I certainly think they train harder than a lot of fighters out there, you know, so I think you have to at least acknowledge that. Um, so, you know, while I didn't purchase it because it was an exhibition, like I'm not sitting here trying to bet on something that doesn't have judges, but like for Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley, August 28th, 
uh, take my money because that's a real legitimate boxing match that could go either way in my mind. Okay. So actually I was going to ask you about your opinion on that. Can, uh, can Woodley take him in a box? Woodley's known as a wrestler, obviously. Can he take a guy like this in a boxing match? How, do you, how would you handicap that? Can you, can you try mm-hmm. to handicap that at this point? I think offshore it's properly priced right now. I'm seeing Jake Paul as a plus 125 or so underdog. I talked to Tyron Woodley's longtime chief corner, Dean Thomas, today, and uh, he's excited because he feels like all Tyron has ever really wanted to do in training is box. But when I asked him how many boxing rounds Tyron had had over the years in 10-ounce gloves, he didn't give me a hard answer on that. So I think Tyron's going to put in the training camp of his life. I think he's going to put in the right work. But uh, I don't have to tell this to you, Maddie, and anybody in the room. It's a different sport. Uh, it's a totally different sport. So, uh, you know, he's fighting a guy who at least mm. has professional boxing aspirations and who has been embedded in the sport for some time. So uh, I'm excited to see it. Certainly I lean Woodley, and my heart leans heavily that way. Um, but if you're disgracing Jake Paul's chances, I don't think you're paying attention. You know, it's interesting. I, did you see Francis Ngannou's uh, tweet about – this was quoting him. He said, it's crazy to think that Logan Paul just made $20 million on a boxing exhibition. What are we doing wrong? And obviously this issue has been brought up a lot with uh, UFC fighters and pay. Uh, what do you make of uh, Ngannou's statement there? Yeah, you know, I saw the comment, and, and obviously as the lead play-by-play voice for the UFC, fighter pay is a tricky issue for me. I guess my biggest frustration with it, despite the fact that this is a sport that is in its relative infancy still starting in 1993. You can't expect collective bargaining agreements and infrastructure necessarily. Um, But I guess my biggest frustration is that it doesn't seem like anything is being done right now to better things for the elite fighters for 20 years from now. And I've had this conversation with my broadcast partner, Paul Felder, and other people, you know, what's going to be the purse for an elite lightweight 20 years from now? Because it certainly should be seven figures, and I'm not sure we're trending in that direction. So I think I share some of the overall frustration, but um, you know, I could defend the other side pretty easily depending on your clock. All right, we've seen Conor McGregor in a boxing match with Floyd. Vinny wants to know when we're going to see Conor next, and uh, go ahead, Vinny. Yeah, against uh, Dustin Poirier, uh, July 10th. Pretty close, almost a pick em here. Uh, money... Uh, uh, early favorite just uh, by five cents on McGregor at fifth, minus 15. Your thoughts on this one? You know, I think even Dustin Poirier would tell you that uh, Conor McGregor has a good chance, especially early in this fight. So, again, I would probably assume Dustin Poirier, given the recency of that fight and the result and all the layers to that fight, um, maybe would get some minus 140-type treatment, but certainly not surprised uh, to see it where it is. I really think it's fascinating that you're not only completing this trilogy, but completing it so soon after that second fight. So I think there are requisite adjustments for Conor McGregor, unless he gets the job done early, which he has certainly been proven capable of doing his entire career, right? I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility that the calf kick has nothing to do with the third fight because Conor McGregor knocks Dustin out inside of 90 seconds. So um, Conor's distance management is exceptional. I do think they have to address that calf kick and not take a singular one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got to think that they're working in that direction. But uh, it's hard to not, you know, lean a little bit towards Poirier given how recent the previous meeting was. All right. It's going to be a motivated McGregor for mm-hmm. that fight in July. Let's talk UFC 263 now. Israel Adesanya, Marvin Vittori 2. And uh, this is going to be in Glendale, Arizona on Saturday. And talk about the first matchup between these two, which was a close fight, 
and uh, how you think things are going to look a little bit different on Saturday night and what you think the appropriate price is going to be because uh, I think around 250 right now is the uh, market price for Adesanya. Yeah, I thought Adesanya would maybe be closer to minus 300, uh, and I say that with all respect to Marvin Vittori, who fought Adesanya in what was Adesanya's second UFC fight in 2018. It was the first time Adesanya didn't finish a man, and Vittori certainly came on strong and was able to get some things done on the ground late in that fight. Um, But despite the split decision, it was certainly a clear win for Adesanya who has only gotten better and who has only gotten sharpened by his strength of schedule and all the UFC championship experience that he has accrued. Marvin Vittori is an absolute animal, and certainly in a dogfight setting, uh, you know, if I'm trying to pick five guys on the roster to go into the street with me, he's certainly on that list. And that is not to discredit his mixed martial arts acumen. But I see one clear path to victory for Marvin. You need to get this fight to the ground, and you need to do everything in your power to weigh on that man and keep him down. And uh, I think therein lies the rub for Marvin. With all due respect to his striking and Rafael Cordero, who, as Matty knows, is as good as it gets as far as striking coaches in the MMA game. But I do believe there is one path of least resistance and one path to victory for Vittori. And uh, I think Adesanya has multiple myriad ways to win. But, uh, you know fascinating fight rematches are always interesting anything can happen and uh marvin's just got that dog man i mean he's just got that hard and uh just think he's got to be be very mindful of the long-range weapons from adesanya because there are so many of those coming at you from so many different angles yeah part two looks like a hell of a fight actually a lot of fans some media mm-hmm. were making uh, uh adesanya out to be the new face or star of uh the ufc is he headed in that direction? or I mean, it sounds like you're giving Vittori a, a decent shot in this fight. Yeah, no, I, I am, am bullish on everything that Marvin brings to the table in mm-hmm. terms of championship hunger and his preparation. Um, but if you're looking at the biggest stars in the UFC, I think a lot of it depends upon what your criteria is. You know, certainly Adesanya moves a lot of needles. I can't sit here and say that he's some pay-per-view juggernaut right now along the lines of of Nathan Diaz or Conor McGregor or Jorge Masvidal. But certainly you would think that he has everything you would want in terms of somebody around whom to build. You know, I I think he isn't, uh, you know, he's polarizing, right? I mean, I find him to be supremely likable. I mean, there's such a good egg in there. He's such a goddamn good teammate i mean you should see the way he lifts up his guys right like he's just he's not like some alpha male at all and i really like that soft side of him but he's also not afraid as he did in his ufc debut literally walked up the octagon stairs for the first time and you know motioned as if to pull out his private part like a dog and like pissed all over the octagon you know what i mean so that was a lot of people's first you know, remembrance about a sign of like, who is this cocky guy? I thought it was hilarious. Gates I do it the play by play, but a lot of people were put off by that. So I think he has a lot of potential and uh, certainly a finish on a big pay per view with Nate Diaz on it this weekend would be useful. John, last year uh, with the pandemic, there was a time when UFC was ruling all of the wagering uh, here in Las Vegas, a fight that was really popular. Uh, Davison Figueredo against Brandon Moreno. Uh, this, what's, uh, what, are, what are your thoughts on this one coming up, which uh, has also got a similar number uh, in terms uh, of the price at $242. That was one of the best fights of last yeah, year. It was. Yeah. it was, and it happened three weeks after both guys had competed. So mm-hmm. there were some extenuating or interesting circumstances surrounding that last meeting last December. And one thing that was pointed out to me today, which I had sort of lost sight of, Davison Figueredo was pretty ill on fight day. Some suggest he was like 45% going in there. And of course, he went on to co-produce one of the 
greatest title fights in UFC history. Um, but, you know, I think there's a lot of valuable experience gained by Brandon Moreno on the other side in those 25 minutes. So, uh, you know, I can understand why some people think plus 200 is juicy. Of course, you're fighting a guy who is 20 and one. Figueroa is certainly uh, the more proven finisher. And if you lean into what I just said about his condition for that first fight, I would think that would give people confidence. But I, you got to look for better than minus 250. Maybe you like him to get a finish. I, I think there's going to be a finish in that fight. I really do. I, those guys beat the hell out of each other in December for 25 minutes. i got to think at some point somebody finds the button uh, on the right millimeter this time, and we get a knockout. All right, another stacked card this week, UFC 263. John Anik with us, UFC commentator. John, how about Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz? Interesting matchup in the welterweight division. Uh, did you like this matchup when it was announced? Where do you see both fighters heading with a win or a loss here? So Nate Diaz is one of the two biggest superstars in the UFC at present. And when he calls your number, no matter where you are, divisionally speaking, you take that fight. And what I love about Nate, and he has said as much leading up to this fight, is that you know if he can't fight somebody who he feels is a, a really – bad dude with a long-term resume, or if he can't fight the champion, he wants to fight the best guy. And he deemed that to be Leon Edwards, even though there's no real history behind them. So I love the fact that Nate Diaz is calling his shot and presenting himself with an opportunity that if he beats Leon Edwards, you can make a case that he deserves a championship opportunity because Leon Edwards hasn't lost since 2015. Edwards is the total package. I mean, plus 355 sitting next to Nate Diaz is going to surprise me seven days a week, but mm-hmm. I think Leon Edwards deserves a lot of the respect that he is getting, and I also believe that he's going in there to finish, despite Diaz's durability. I think Edwards understands that Colby Covington is lurking. Kamar Usman seems lukewarm on that rematch. If Edwards can go in there and put Nate Diaz away, I think he really believes that uh, that he'll have left no doubt that he's next for Kamar Usman for that rematch. So, uh, a lot at stake, um, but yeah, that's a wide price, man. Yeah. John, give us a couple, uh, one or two uh, preliminary bouts uh, that you're uh, that you're, you we should really pay close attention to this week. So the featured prelim on ESPN, leading right into the pay per view at lightweight, Drew Dober and Brad Riddell. Brad Riddell out of City Kickboxing, out of Sonny's team, and just dealt with a lot of circumstances with COVID nineteen. I don't even think he ever had it, but he had a fight go away on fight day. He's been quarantined for weeks at a time away from his kids and. Uh, this is the fight, right? This is the opportunity that's maybe bigger than his last fight would have been in March that went away on fight day. He's getting a guy with a number next to his name at 155 pounds. It is so hard to crack the rankings at lightweight. And Brad Riddell can take Drew Dover's number 13. Dover coming off a loss to Islam Makhachev, so he's going to be chomping at the bit to get in there and, and get back to his sort of knockout ways. That's a fascinating fight for me at 55. And I think bettable on both sides if you do your research. I think it's minus 130 right now for Dover and plus 105 for Riddell. So uh, excited to see that lead into the pay-per-view Saturday. John, how much of a difference does it make to you and the fighters to have full arenas again and uh, fans back? How much of a difference is it? Oh, it's night and day. You know, they are the lifeblood of our sport, and uh, it's amazing to think about how many live events that you're going to listen back to in UFC history that didn't have fans. Um, i got to be at the front of the line of people who are the most thankful to have them back in the building. And I would also point out, now that we're back in these big arenas, in terms of handicap, and you're getting the 30-footer. So a fight like Bilal Muhammad, Damian Maya, you know, I think the octagon side size certainly changes the complexion of that fight. So I'm all for the pageantry of the big octagon and, and 30,000 fans in the building. Nice. John Anik, USC commentator. John, always appreciate the time and uh, good luck to your Bruins or your Islanders bet, whichever uh, you want to come through. <laughs> <laughs>
Let's go, bees. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Thanks, John. Always appreciate it. John Anik, uh, we take a quick break, come back with uh, best bets and a little bit of golf talk. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I'm Danielle Avari. Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with BetRivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at BetRivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, get a $250 match bonus, the fastest payouts, and only one-time playthrough at BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem in Illinois. Illinois, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. In Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. In Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. Not valid in Iowa. Let's get back to My Guys in the Desert with Matt Humans and Vinny Maiulo. All right, Vinny, this is uh, probably the weakest baseball card you're going to see the rest of the season aside from the All-Star break. Three games. Three games on tonight's Oof. card. So we'll talk NBA in the best bets uh, segment today. 
I think I'm on a pretty good run on this show on Best Bets recently. Won nine out of ten. Did not have a great weekend. I finished second in the Belmont with Hot Rod Charlie and second in the golf tournament with Colin Morikawa. Try to finish first tonight in the baskets. Well, I don't have a play tonight, but I'm going to make a series play here on uh, the 76ers minus 130 over the Hawks. And I do think the Hawks are dangerous in this series, and yeah. it could go a long way. A lot of it's going to hinge on the health of uh, Joel Embiid, and uh, he is going to be back in action tonight, right, for game two? Uh, game two, Matt, tomorrow. Tomorrow, Tuesday, sorry. yeah. Uh, well, he's, he's listed as questionable now. It came across, but there's no movement on the number at five. Uh, we'll move to the over at 223. Uh, and, of course, so when Jimmy Vaccaro gets in here coming up, he's going to talk about a money line bet uh, that was taken here at the South Point. Uh, 21,000 to win 10,000. Hawks won the first game of the series 128 to mm-hmm. 124. And uh, Joel Embiid in that game had uh, 39 points. Yeah. Harris added 20. Uh, Seth Curry, 21. The Sixers actually shot the ball okay in that game. Fif- uh, 55% from the field, 10 for 29 from three. They got outshot by the Hawks from three-point range. Atlanta, mm-hmm. 20 for 47, mm-hmm. uh, forty about 43% from three, and hit 20 of 21 free throws. The Hawks really can't shoot better than that. No. And uh, I think you're going to see a team bounce a little bit. Off the big series win over the Knicks, mm-hmm. and then the game one win over Philly. I think the Hawks come a little bit back to earth, and I look for the Sixers to gain some traction in this series. I liked them before it started right now. I think uh, after dropping game one, you get a bargain price on oh, the Sixers at minus 130. And, of course, I'm uh, always going to be a little bit concerned about Embiid and his health and his ability to stay on the floor throughout the series, and that's one mm-hmm. possible problem with this bet. But I think that's probably – Baked into the line at minus one thirty a little bit. Yeah, Matt. You know, we we talked about it last going into this. Right, we knew that they could get through. Uh, you know the uh, uh, the Wizards, uh, right? But uh, we knew that they could not get through uh, this next series against the Hawks. Mm-hmm. He's going to need to be a hundred percent. And uh, what? But he's come back. He, listen, you know, he was. He, we didn't think he was hundred percent going into uh, the last couple of games, but he's responded. So. Uh, it's up to the trainers now. That's where you need a good medical staff. That's where they're worth their weight, too. The players uh, do the uh, scoring and play the defense. Uh, but the uh, the medical staff and the training staff is what uh, – those are the unsung heroes in a lot of these uh, series. Embiid games. questionable for game two, but uh, I would expect him to play in that game tomorrow night. So we'll roll with the Sixers at minus 130 good. Uh, to win the series against the Hawks. And that's tomorrow night. Right now, Philly minus five in uh, game two. 223 for the total, Matt. Yep. I also like the Utah Jazz to take out the Clippers, but at this price, I'm not going to bet it. Utah, three-and-a-half-point favorite in game one, total 221. Hopefully the Jazz uh, can steal game one. If they don't, uh, I'll bet the Jazz on the series price going into game two. Two games tonight in the NBA, and Vinny, we've had a flip of favorites in the Bucks. Brooklyn Nets game. Yeah, Matt, uh, we did open the Nets as two point five. We knew that James Harden was going to be out tonight for the Nets to open them too. Uh, now the Bucks, we find the Bucks as one point favorites, two thirty seven and a half. This uh, total continues to go up. Uh, this total's up three points. Uh, don't expect a lot of defense to be played. Do the uh, do the betters here? I suspect as we uh, get closer to tip off, we'll see some more. Uh, we'll see some under money by uh, more seasoned betters, uh, and then, then the Suns. In the nightcap at home, four-and-a-half to five-point favorites against the Nuggets tonight, Matt. 221-and-a-half, another total that's uh, flying over by a couple of points. 
terms I of was, the betting. I was actually prepared to bet the Bucks plus two and a half uh, with no James Harden in this game tonight. But with the line moving yeah. to Bucks minus one, I'm not going to play it. I don't like that line move, and uh, we're going to pass on the game for now. Live betting is always an option, Vinny. And uh, one right. more game tonight, Denver and Phoenix. What's the current number? Five. Suns five from four and a half. 221 and a half. Total up two points. Suns knock out the Lakers, move on to uh, round two. Jimmy Vaccaro joins us in studio next. And I'm Danielle Avari. Baseball season is in full swing, so it's the perfect time to work on cashing tickets every day. Our VEASAN experts give you all the tools to make the most of every baseball bet, including live odds and analysis for every game on VEASAN.com slash MLB and our daily members-only best bet emails. Now is the time to start your free trial and take advantage of all the betting opportunities this baseball season at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Now back to my guys in the desert with Matt Humans, Vinny Maiulo, and now joining us on the desk. Jimmy Vaccaro. All right, always good to have Jimmy V in studio. There Jimmy, uh, the NBA playoffs uh, in action right now. How was the action over the weekend here at the South? Well, Park? we had our best weekend with the NBA Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Saturday was uh, like an NFL NFL day. That and, big, uh, huh? Yeah, and Sunday was good. And you know, it's uh, the NBA playoffs dry. The same crowd, but adds on to like a different type of crowd, meaning that a lot of people are getting involved in the NBA playoffs much more every year. And from a bookmaker standpoint, it fits in grace, obviously, because it fills a, it fills a great void. And call it like it is, I mean, watching the end of these games, I mean, it's just like, whoa, you can't pay to watch that kind of stuff. And uh, I... I am glad that, like, at least picking up the pace with that because, uh, you know, after this, it really starts to slow down. In July, you get your vacations and everything. So to answer your question, shortly, my friend, a great weekend for us with the NBA and some great matchups to, uh, today and tomorrow also. Yeah, by the way, at this time of year, typically the NBA before last season, what happened, the NBA finals would be yeah. starting right about now or yeah. we'd be game two or game three of the finals. We're going to have the NBA playoffs through the middle of July. July. Yeah, now, well, so, uh, it'll hurt a little bit in the July <laughs> thing because pe- people do get you know one last rush to to the vacation because hell you know it's, it's only what, what three weeks after that with the, N- the NFL goes yeah. to camp. Yeah. So, but so far, and you know what, the great storylines and this stuff and the, uh, the Clippers down now they're up and now they're in the next series and whatever. Uh, the only thing, as we talked about. Uh, to some degree, maybe too much. It's like uh, having the Lakers out isn't as hard on us as I, as I thought it would be. You want to say, because, you know what, even the, the, the Lakers this year, with a different type of story. They had, they had a lot of people, I, you know, just from walking around, have turned the Lakers off a little bit with all this aggravation with the mm-hmm. speeches and everything else. So, uh, But to answer your question, I know Chris is very satisfied, and me, you know, I'm satisfied also. Just a great weekend. 
Tomorrow night, the uh, Hawks and Sixers play game two in Philly, and uh, you took a uh, significant bet on the Sixers. You brought this ticket in today. Uh, you know, just just someone who showed up and the kids just okay. It wasn't uh, uh, it wasn't something we don't see often. We we are becoming a playground for people wanting to bet money lines. I mean, it's just like something that's been embedded in their head throughout the past 10 years. And let's just go back a 10 year for like every, every time would, would write one or two, you know, money line. That would be about it. Now there's a considerable amount of people betting money lines for a significant amount of money. Vinny, minus 210 on the Sixers. Minus 210. That was the money line. 210. 21,000 to win 10,000, mm-hmm. Jimmy. And that's one of the growing trends in the last few years are these money lines. And not just straight bets, Jimmy, but in, in parlays as well. For uh, Correct. Somebody. And I guess it's just simply the uh, the theory behind it is it's just simply i got to pick the winner of the game. Mm-hmm. And if I win the game, then that's what I win. Uh, but obviously you pay a price when, when you do that. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I would suggest that. Minus 210 on a five-point game in the NBA, he's laying the worst of it. Doesn't mean he can't win it. But if, yeah, I don't know. If you had asked me a while ago, I'd have said uh, the money line should be like $1.75. But who am I? They bet it. <laughs> and that the the, uh, the Embiid question mark, yeah. I mean, he right. uh, uh, hadn't deterred anybody just yet either. So I think it's a wait-and-see approach at this point until because uh, uh, he was questionable. Uh, before this, uh, before yeah, you know, the last couple of games as well. I'll throw this question in for comedy value. Our producer Matt Neverett wants to know, Jimmy, what did you make of the Floyd Mayweather Jake Paul fight? I had to lose her. <laughs> if, did you watch? You didn't watch any highlights or anything from the fight, did you? No, I watched uh, the, uh, the the fight before it. It was Butterbean Esh versus Don King. <laughs> so I had a parlay. You know, the fight not to go the distance with Floyd and King. I split. I lost my money. <laughs> Who in the freaking world is starting to put these things on television? And then, as I was clicking around, not that I was looking for it, but I was clicking around, and there was Floyd Mayweather, Floyd making his speech. He's better than I thought he was. Floyd, you would have said the same thing about me if I was in there. they got to stop. But, like, who am I going to say stop? They go like $90 a, a pay-per-view thing, or what silly number was that? It sells. It's crazy. Floyd and Paul each made big money on that fight. Floyd saying he made north of uh, $30 million on the fight. Who knows? Are you serious? Yeah. Mm. Oh, man. So we got to get into the winner. exhibition business, is, Jimmy. That's both what we got The do. fighters were the winners in that fight in the promotion uh, last yeah. night. I wanted to ask you about this. Both of you guys have been bookmakers in Nevada for a long time, mm-hmm. so... With a lot of new books in the market across the country, you're starting to see different things like bad beat payouts, good karma payouts. Vinny, over the weekend, John Rahm has to withdraw from the Memorial Golf Tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, COVID diagnosis at the end of the third round. He's up six strokes going into <laughs> Sunday, minus 1,200 or so on the live line. Right. You had five major books pay out John Rahm tickets, even though he didn't play the fourth round. Yeah. FanDuel, uh, DraftKings, FanDuel, BetMGM. Uh, points bet and William Hill, even William Hill in Nevada, Nick Bogdanovich said paid out to John Rom tickets. Now the house rules in Vegas are different, so sure. Circa, Westgate, South Point, you don't pay the John Rom tickets. Well, you you also have you have house rules, which also have stipulations on the sheets, and and here at South Point and anywhere that I've been, and I know Jimmy uh, and I, we talked about this a little bit off the air. Once your golfer tees off, you have action. So we paid one winner, and uh, and it was was Cantley, and at twenty to one. So uh, you you always incur, Jimmy, as you can attest, right? Once an event starts, 
Harden. Harden goes out in the first quarter the other day for the Nets. You, you know, we didn't we didn't pay out. Uh, you know the, uh, the the uh, the opposite side there. We didn't pay out. You know, there's always an injury that comes up. And by the way, six stroke lead. He could have lost, right? I mean, sure. On Friday, Jimmy. Yeah, he surely could have. And naturally, it uh, as we've been saying for years now. And you run the book like you want it. If it's your book, you make the rules. But as long as your rules are posted and posted correctly, yeah. you know, there's really you – know, it, it, it's a tough situation to some degree because obviously if you had the kid, you know, you figured you're in good shape. But, uh, you know, what can I say? Life goes on. I say, yeah. you, you know, if those books want to pay it out, fine. It's kind of, I think it's part of a customer acquisition plan or uh, to make the betters happy. But I don't know. As a bookmaker, I would not pay out yeah. a guy who doesn't win the tournament. If he doesn't play the fourth round, I can't pay him out as a winner. Well, here's a danger, too. I mean, again, uh, I respect those uh, uh, the decision by those folks. But what happened? It's going to happen again. So what do you do it every time? Well, you did it with John. Why would it, you know, I mean, you're supposed to do it every every time there's going to be a, an injury or a withdrawal. It depends. Oh, good for the betters who got paid out by good those books. Jimmy, thanks for stopping by, okay. man. Always great to see you. See you guys later. Back in a couple minutes here on My Guys in the Desert. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Welcome back into the OddsTrader.com studio at the South Point Casino. Make sure you check out OddsTrader.com and download the free OddsTrader app right now so you can start winning with the up-to-the-second info you need. Now let's get back to My Guys in the Desert with Matt Humans and Vinny Maiulo. Quick strike by the Boston Bruins. 125 into the Oof. game. Vinny, the uh, Bruins score. Go up one nothing on the Islanders. Where'd this number close? Dollar eighty-five. Matt opened a dollar seventy. So uh, all about the Bruins today. Uh, also bet the uh, the game over to uh, uh, five over minus thirty. So a little bit of a move there as well. And uh, Bruins on the puck line plus one forty-five. You know, Circus Sports had this total five and a half under minus one sixty-five. And uh, some other books you're seeing five over mm. minus one thirty or so. So right, yeah, it's five five and a half. And Trending over five and a half, over five at the current pace. Uh, one nothing in the first few minutes with the Bruins on top. Two two in the series. This game's in Boston. Game five. Have you watched much of the series? Because I know yeah, a lot of sharp hockey guys are not shocked that the Islanders are in this series two two, but. A lot of uh, hockey viewers say, I just don't didn't think this Islanders team is this good. How do they hang in these series? How did they win the first round? How are they taking the Bruins uh, so far in the second round? Especially after losing Anders Lee right before yeah. uh, earlier in the season. Matt, they just, they, you know what, they are a, first of all, it's a very together group. Uh, they play terrific defense. Everybody plays terrific defense for this team. And, and Barry Trotz. I have to tell you, he's made a big difference to, to uh, for the Islanders since he came over after winning the Cup uh, a few years back uh, in in Washington. And I think this team is a reflection of him and his philosophy. They buy into it, and uh, they just uh, they're, they're they're always in it. They never they never uh, stop playing at all. And uh, again, everybody defends on this team. So. What you when you watch them, they don't get rattled. They're getting pretty, deep, you know, they're getting, you know, pretty more than serviceable goaltending. I think it was Brad well. Marchand there just missed a shot of an open net. Yeah. It was almost two nothing Bruins. Yeah, uh, they're on the attack early in this game. You're right, Barry Trotz. I think is a great hockey coach, and not often you will see a coach win the Stanley Cup yeah. and then basically get fired. Yeah, which he was by the Caps. They didn't want to. And, and the Islanders <laughs> wasted no time in grabbing them. Man. It, was a, it was a pretty quick Smart decision. Move by the and Islanders. a good move by them. All right, well. how about the Canadians? They can close out the series tonight yeah. against Winnipeg. And uh, they're betting the uh, uh, they bet the dog here, Matt. I, I'm not I, I'm not sure why. I mean, if you're Winnipeg, you've got to be pretty confounded at this point. Uh, the Canadians opened $1.50. Uh, that game is down to a dollar forty right now, and five and a half uh, under is favored at a dollar forty. Canadians plus one seventy five. You think they can win this game by two or more? You talk about a team that's playing their best hockey uh, at the most important time of the year. They uh, they've done a they've done a great job and just confounded. Not only uh, first it started with Toronto, but now look what they're doing to these Jets. And uh, I think the Jets have to just be you know totally beside themselves figuring out how they got into this 0-3 hole. Amazing. Tomorrow night, it's Vegas and Colorado. Game five, series tied at two. And the Avalanche, obviously, you're going to want to come out hot tomorrow night. And what's the current price on the Golden Knights Avalanche in game three? Dollar 40, Matt. five, sorry. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Knights drew the uh, the opening uh, the opening bet uh, at plus 35. And again, using the uh, 10 cent straddle on the uh, money lines here at South Point for the uh, uh, remainder of the season for the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. So now minus forty plus thirty. They did take a uh, dollar thirty-five with the Golden Knights. Uh, five and a half, a little shade to, to the under at fifteen cents, and uh, 
Well, it costs you a premium if you think if you want to take a, a puck and a half with the Knights at minus two ten. But to your point, Matt, I think tomorrow night, what adjustments are the Avalanche going to make in terms of line by line? Right, and, and their first line, the Golden Knights' first line going up against them has just really handcuffed. Uh, the number one line of the Avalanche. So what type of adjustments, especially with the last line change in Denver, are the Avalanche going to make? And that's what I think has helped the Golden Knights' second line uh, really, uh, really produce and uh, done uh, done a terrific job. Uh, you saw Jonathan uh, Marshall with a with a hat trick last night. So Riley Smith. If and, you were at the uh, game wearing your a, favorite hat, would you throw your hat onto the ice? Only if, no, uh, no, I would, I would, I would bring a spare. Right, I mean, you know, but I like to wear a fedora, man. I go old school with the, so I'm going to keep that. You know, it's my, my I would lucky not throw hat. my hat onto the ice. You know, so um, Vegas has kind of flipped the series. Uh, they uh, Knights got embarrassed in Game One, seven they one. They bounced back and they've kind of controlled. I would say most of the uh, next three games. Yeah, that are going into good the point. fifth game. I mean, they lost that second game uh, in, in overtime, Matt. You know, you, you have to start wondering too, if if Philip Grubauer is getting a little fatigued. Right. Let's uh, let, you know. We we did see where uh, Mark Andre Fleury coming out of that seven game series against Minnesota did get that first game off against the Avalanche. Um, but uh, you know, you saw uh, Grubauer last night getting getting worn down a little bit. The Knights are playing at a terrific pace. I think the key to tomorrow night's game is going to be about the first uh, probably eight to ten minutes of the game. You look for uh, look for the Avalanche to come out very fast, but the Knights are pressing the action. And they're on a roll right now. Should be a pretty good game. But uh, we're listen. There's no no question about it. They're going to continue to bet the Knights in this game. Only three games on the baseball card today. One in progress. Red Sox lead the Marlins four-one. Bottom of four, and there was a pitching change in this game. Zach Thompson in for Lopez of the Marlins, and the Red Sox have jumped on Thompson. Nick Pavetta started for the Red Sox. Total of ten or ten and a half, depending uh, where you bet. But like I said, four-one. Bottom of the fourth. Yep, uh, here's a game, Matt, that uh, we did see. Uh, the Red, It was all about the Red Sox here in this game uh, on the money. Minus 50, got as high as 210. They, uh, we did get some buyback in, but they did close with the Red Sox with another flurry. 205. Uh, I'm sorry, two dollars here. So we didn't uh, we didn't get any uh, any buyback on the Marlins until a dollar ninety, uh, and then ten. They bet this game over uh, from eight and a half and nine to uh, to. There was a little bit of an adjustment too with the uh, with the pitching change. So uh, ten over with the close. Red Sox, you're uh, you're laying a price at uh, with the run line. You had to lay a dime minus uh, minus one and a half minus a dime. All right, what can you say about Dylan Bundy? He starts tonight for the Los Angeles Angels, and uh, Bundy has not had a great season to this point. That's an understatement. Uh, Bundy in 10 starts is 0-6 with a uh, 649 ERA. Some of his numbers are okay. He's 0-6, though, going into tonight's start, and he's the favorite, and a pretty heavy favorite against uh, Jackson Cower, who's making his debut debut for the Kansas. His starting uh, major league debut as a starter for the Royals. So is this a do theory, Matt, where the uh, where the Angels have been bet from a dollar twenty seven to a dollar fifty, perhaps, uh, right? Because you know, uh, is, is Bundy really this bad? Probably, <laughs> to be honest with you. Of course, the Angels uh, still without Mike Trout. Royals, you know. We, we've talked today about several surprise teams. We mentioned when we had Dave Kokanon in the first hour, talked about how the, the Red Sox have been a surprise team, as well as uh, the Cubs, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, Royals, you could make a case, have been a surprise team, too. 
Uh, a lot of folks uh, really did not have a lot of faith in them. They had a terrific start, but they're hanging around there, just a game over 500. So uh, I'd say that they're a little bit of a surprise, overachieving to this point too. Uh, but the Angels $1.50 right now. The total on this game from 8.5 to 9 under, and uh, minus, uh, minus 1.5 Plus 130 are the Angels on the uh, run line. Padres have dropped two in a row. They are two games back in the National League West. The Giants lead that division. Dodgers three games back. Looks like the uh, Giants are going to hang around for a while, but the Padres have gotten a sensational play out of Fernando Tatis Jr. Mm -hmm. up to this point. Ryan Weathers, the starter tonight at Petco Park, as the Padres try to get back on track against the Cubs. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Cubs have uh, not had a great West Coast West Coast trip uh, so far, starting in San Francisco. But it's uh, the Cubs against Ryan Weathers and the Padres at Petco. Padres slight favorites. Yeah, 13 cents now, Matt, again, the uh, the uh, the penny line with the uh, with the 10 cent straddle. Uh, they did open as a dollar twenty favorite, did the Padres. So um, Cubs money's come in, and uh, the total on this game from 7.5 to 8. Uh, at uh, at Petco, the uh, the pitcher's uh, ballpark, Padres plus seventy. If you think they can cover this uh, run line by Cubs two, Cubs lost three of four to the Giants mm-hmm. before winning yesterday's game, four to three in San Francisco. Open a three game series at San Diego uh, tonight. Vinny, one last look at the NBA games: uh, Bucks and uh, Nets in Brooklyn, and uh, we've seen a flip of favorites in this game again. Uh, I talked about this, and uh, JVT said he was going to jump on the uh, Nets. Getting a point, he believes they still should be favored with uh, J- even with James Harden out. I was prepared to buck, bet the Bucks at plus two and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not pull the trigger on that quickly enough, and now the Bucks are what one point favorites. Still one point favorites, Matt. They open as uh, two point underdogs. Uh, it's been all about the Bucks here. Uh, the total continues to climb. Just went to two thirty eight. Uh, I mean, it, uh, this uh, this total uh, is up uh, almost four points off of the opener, and. Uh, you know, Matt, the the, the, th- the thing is that I think w- anybody looking to bet the uh, the Nets here, like yourself, is going to do one of two things: either wait right before tip off to see if it goes, uh, you know, higher than the one with the Bucks favored, or take a look at the in game. I say live betting is always a great option, especially when you got a uh, pregame number like this. You're going to have some wild swings in a mm-hmm. in what's going to be an offensive oriented game with a total of two thirty seven and a half. Uh, Aaron Renning. Professional better V-Sync contributor said he played Chris Middleton over his points prop, over 22 uh, tonight in this game. All right, game number two, Devin Booker off a 47-point performance to help knock out the Lakers. Uh, Booker and the Suns open as home favorites against the Denver Nuggets late tonight. Yep, Suns, four and a half. Getting the betting attention, Matt, from four and a half to now five. Uh, 221 and a half, which is up a couple of points. And uh, uh, the uh, the Suns, about a dollar ninety. Uh, on the uh, on the money line in this game, so anywhere from eighty to ninety, uh, depending on where uh, where you're looking. So uh, right now they're betting the bucks, and uh, right now I see five. It uh, looks like two way action at the five, but the initial money came in on the Suns against these Nuggets. Really looking forward to this series in the West with the Clippers and the Jazz that tips off uh, tomorrow night in Salt Lake City. Uh, Benny, you don't think the uh, the action on the NBA playoffs is going to be hurt that much by the Lakers' early exit? No. These young teams, the Hawks, the uh, the fact that the Suns are getting the attention. you got a popular team this year in the Nets. The Bucks are there. No, these are good matchups. Clippers are still involved from Los Angeles and the Jazz. No, no, won't miss the Lakers, unfortunately. Uh, All right, the Bucks and Nets tip off in about 40 minutes. Danny Burke next on VSIN. 
Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare we are the voice of nascar the green flag is in the air and we are underway the great american race the motor racing network NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes, Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 